So what do I do? A one, a one, two, a one, two, three, four. Thank you for listening to Throwback Theater, the show where we take a look back at some overlooked and forgotten films from the 80s, 90s, and early alts. My name is Eric Lutz, and with me are three close friends. I have Lucas Lee and Chris. How's it going tonight, boys? Doing great. Hello, hello. It was much better that you said our names now. I feel warm and fuzzy. So what what are we doing here tonight? Can somebody tell me why are we here? Why did we meet? I I normally do this, but I want Chris to do it. No, you don't want me to do it. All right, well, then I'll do it. <laughs> we are here tonight to take a look at the movie Josie and the Pussycats, um, which I didn't even look up the 2001, 2001, early yeah. 2001. Um, and uh, uh, we are going to take a look at this movie about the things that we remember, have a little uh, trip down memory lane, kind of talk about the things we enjoyed about it, and then end with a little bit more of a critical look did, about the movie. Did anyone so. watch this movie? I, I have, did. I did. I did. No, I, I remember that this was heavily advertised, uh, especially to our age, age group, which I think is weird now that I've seen it, <laughs> uh, because it is not what yeah. I was advertised to as a kid. I don't think I ever saw it. I, I maybe have like caught parts of it on television, but I don't think I ever sat and and watched this entire movie. And I wish that a we had worn uh, cheetah like uh, ears for yeah, this. Ears. And uh, I have some. Secondly, this movie is is a is a great movie to show the difference that takes place in a decade. Mm-hmm. Cause this movie is yeah. about 10 years old now, like almost 10, 20. 20. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Never mind. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, you're 30. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, COVID fucked us up so bad. Ugh. I have oh. to say about this. Um, so I loved this movie when I was a kid. I mean, when I say loved this movie, I loved this movie. I had the soundtrack for this movie that I listened to <laughs> on a regular okay, wait. rotation. I remember hearing the songs a lot. Yeah, I, I, is, yeah, I did too. So is, the fun, yeah, the, is Backdoor Lover on the soundtrack? Yes. Ah, there's there's really a second great. du jour song. I have, a very, <laughs> I have a very fond memory of listening to that like in my kitchen. Like I put on the CD and the CD started to skip going back door, back door, back door. <laughs> and we sat there and laughed about it for a long Who time. Who actually sings that? Because that's none of those oh, yeah. actors' of voices. Them, no. uh, I, don't, I, don't think. I didn't look up du jour. I did look up who played Josie and I can't remember her name but she is in a band and, and that sort of thing uh, it's, it's not Rachel Lee Cook um, singing or playing that um, but I mean I really love and I was like made fun of for liking this movie so much because you know when you're I was in like the fifth grade I was 10 and I like I was really into like Blink-182 and like some 41 so this movie like struck a chord for me no pun intended at that time sure um, and she I think Rachel Lee Crush was Rachel Lee Cook was my first celebrity what crush. What happened to Rachel Lee Cook? She's like know, not around she's anymore, She's still right? a celebrity crush. She's a vo- voice actor now. Oh. Can Do you, you remember her anti-drug a, commercials? Kingdom yeah. Hearts 2. Yeah, this is your brain on pop. She's on what? Kingdom this Hearts 2. She, oh. she does the Final Fantasy Tif- Tifa character. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so I absolutely... No, I totally get that early crush thing, though. That's Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, I still had a crush. And I, I got a guitar later that year, and I probably wanted that guitar from seeing this movie. Um, and definitely my brothers are like, that movie's about girls. Why don't you like watch something cool? And I was like, it, I fucking, these songs, so, I love the songs. So the subliminal message in the movie worked. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I had a target tie. <laughs> I think the advertising for this movie was not well done. Because they do kind of, when I was a kid, it, it was like a, a teenage girls movie. Well, That's when, right. when did yeah. Spice World come out? Because we, we. Way before, like 96. Yeah. yeah. I think oh, is it that much earlier? Okay. Because like, yeah. I feel like that was like the vibe. 
I had in my head of yeah. like what this movie is. Right. And it's not that at all. No, I we think... We did Spice World on this, right? No. no did did we, we not do Spice World for this podcast? No. I no, thought we did. You just watch it in your own time. <laughs> Maybe I did do that. Uh, how did this get made? Did it, if that yeah. helps. I don't know. Um, hmm. But it, that definitely was the vibe, and that's why I was made fun of. It was like, no, you just, it's about hot chicks that are like playing awesome music. Like, Rosario what? Dawson is also... Oh my Smoking. god, Rosario and, and even Terry. This is the best Terry's ever looked, and, and the, acted. And the best, yeah, she's ever acted. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll give you that because I, as someone who does not like Terry, no, I don't never have think uh-huh. she like she almost ruined the movie Van Wilder for me. You know, because like because I hold Van Wilder as such a high standard of <laughs> cinema, um, but no, I like I have never liked Tara Reid, but like yeah, she's she works really yep. well in this movie. She this is like the part she was made to play is like yes. the, mm-hmm. the the cute. She's good at it. Fun. She's fu- she's genuinely yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, the part in the shower and she's like sing, every, clap your hands, <laughs> <and she laughs> the thing and picks up. That that's legitimately funny. I, and then the the, the the next scene when they they're coming back in and like go to Rachel Lee and she's like, oh, everyone's looking at me. I don't belong here. And then go to Rose I heard Dawson, everyone's looking at her. I don't belong here. And he goes to her, like, everybody claps your hand. <laughs> well, that and just her getting out of the shower also. So yeah. Somebody writes the note. Beware on the, of yeah. the music. And she goes, oh! And then just oh, draws wait. on it. And then makes like a smiley face on her, like, that's better. <laughs> so I, I, I'm very glad that you guys like this movie. I was I was a little bit worried uh, because, because how much I loved it as a kid uh, that you guys were really going to hate all, it. All I really remember was Dujour coming back at the end of the movie. That's yeah. the only scene that I fully like so like I remember, remember them movie. coming back like, did you see uh, this in theaters did I don't think so I was gonna say did anyone did you really I, I don't, I don't think so I, I watched I think on TV okay um, I don't have a memory of seeing in theaters but just judging how much I liked it I'm gonna say probably can I tell you what four movies I think this feels like okay They Live okay Zoolander yeah um yeah. <laughs> um Oh, oh shit! What were the other ones? That's why you write it down, man. <laughs> um, you, you, you uh, almost, almost famous. Okay. There was another one you told me yesterday. Yeah. And um, now I can't remember it. And oh, Idiocracy. Yeah, Idiocracy. Which I actually I didn't really make that connection. I didn't think that this movie reminded me of Idiocracy. I think it's it's very similar with because it's it's it, especially with the consumerism. It's a jab, yeah. 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 And, and and like the the Camacho is like the corporation and like the government is even in on it yeah. in this movie. The military and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, the what is it? Is it the FBI? Or the He's the FBI. It's the same yeah. FBI. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh. I do. I do like the scene where she's talking to me. I feel like, I, and you will too. What did you say? Oh, that's what? hilarious. What? You just said something. No, no. I, I, I just didn't say, and you no. will too. <laughs> and then she turns around. That was a close one. Excuse me. <laughs> what did you say? So I feel like seeing those four movies probably confused people who might have the same preconceptions yeah. about this movie that that I did. That it was like a, a teenage girl movie. Mm-hmm. But it, it, do one of you want to go? It was through? a ten-year-old boy movie for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can you give us like a rundown uh, as a musician? Sure. Of, of what this plot is. Sure. So uh, so Josie McCoy, yes, I know her last name, is uh, is the lead singer of a band uh, called Josie. And the where Pussy are they in the world? The Riverdale. In, in Riverside. Yep. Riverdale. Riverdale. Ooh, the home of Archie. Riverside. Archie Bunk, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, they're, they're from Archie They all live in the same universe. Which is right. weird. We'll get to that. And the, the montage at the beginning very much sets everything up that that there's Josie, uh, Mel, and Val. Val. And then there's Alan M., the sort of love interest, Alexander and Alexandra, and their sort of manager friend. Um, and they, I love how there's like no real introduction. She, she has my favorite um, 
line in the movie though alexandra yeah. the really meta one where they're like they're like why are you even here she's like i'm here because i was in the comics oh, yeah so actually i have a lot to talk about with, with that sort of thing but basically alan cummings comes in and makes them famous but really he's using them and posey parker is using them to use subliminal messages to sell things to the public and uh so they are trying to you know expose that scheme and save their friendship in the band so, and it's about not selling out Right. Coke Zero is the new Pepsi Free. Oh my god, orange is the new pink. <laughs> I like that they that they keep consistent with that throughout the movie. They're like yeah. the, col- the the the, the color, color that's in style changes throughout and, the movie. And, and you don't it just you, you can tell. It's like, just yeah, in the background like everyone's wearing the same the same mm-hmm. color and I I enjoy that. Um, real quick, what did you guys think since we spent a lot of time talking about the music in James and the Giant Peach? What did you think of the music in this? Attitude. Attitude. <laughs> it, it, it really fit the the late nineties, early two thousands uh, period, and, and yeah. I, I think uh, the music was actually like popular on like the radio. Like yeah. they played these songs. If you told me Bowling for Soup did all like wrote all the songs, I'd be like, yeah, sure, well, of course they did. What if I told you that my band Boycat is going to be covering the main song, the six full hours? Full hours. Oh, is that the one that goes? Is that their, is that their Billboard number one? No, that's no? that's that's um. No, nobody. Yeah, it's not that one. Yeah, this is the one they play like at the beginning in the montage. Okay, and that's the one we're going to be. There. Okay, I have a lot to say about the opening credit montage because there's a lot going on there, and I was like, "What is this?" It's like well, there's a few times where it's just yes, but it's like introducing like this is Kim, and it's like Kim like walking a dog. And I'm like, and it's like Tara Reid like making a sandwich, and it's like this, and I'm like, what is? Who are these people? And it's like, oh, this person's on a trampoline. I love it. But we haven't been introduced <laughs> to any of these characters but yet. I'm like, what is happening? I think people were watching it knowing that, oh, this is a this is from the cartoon, so it's not like you need that much of an introduction. I I, I guess I, I disagree. I, I, I do too because like I don't really think this needed to be connected to Josie and the Pussycats at all. Yeah, you're probably right. Like they just kind of took the Archie universe and for some reason, well, the character is from there. Yes, but what I read is like in the trivia, they had to broker deals with the uh, the parenting company who owned the rights to Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, and there's a bunch of like weird stipulations. Like they had to, the, part of it was they had to show them like brushing their teeth hmm. in the movie because like they had always been depicted as like wholesome characters who like uh, did like. Uh, Hate represented positive yes and hated gingivitis and were like positive role models for kids so well, like they had to like do a scene where they're brushing their teeth well like what i'm saying is like like take almost famous for instance where the story is about i think led zeppelin but they don't ever it's not led zeppelin it's like no no like, i i totally agree with you I, I i think they, they were, were just banking the name yeah they wanted the name and in 2001 to us josie and the pussycats was a name no when when did the scoop first scooby-doo movie come out Around the same time, right? 2000. Yeah. Like, yeah. Must be. Like the and first live action one. Yeah. 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 It must be close to that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, so think it was like 60s nostalgia. Stuff. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Well, okay. They were doing that a lot, I think. Yeah. It's funny doing the whole wholesome thing because uh, I watched the show Riverdale and they have Josie McCoy in there and that show is very not wholesome. And they're like, oh. yeah, let me let me show you they're, my titty They're, they're, they're very and... like over sexualized <laughs> and they're very like uh, free and stuff. It's, it's, it's free. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we actually, that montage, I think we need to spend a little bit of time talking about du jour. how the movie opens. Du jour. Du jour. Backstreet Boys version of it. Of the day, which is not a joke I picked up on as a kid, calling it du jour. They, have, yeah. they also have that really weird moment. Like the movie opens with a bunch of, just a crowd of people like freaking out like, oh, Oh my god, they're coming! And they have signs, and they're kind all like wearing this. They're all wearing pink, like like. Oh. And they're like kind of like they're doing like little segment interviews with like like. Oh my god, I love them, and I want to marry like 
and Joey D. And then they like, there's like a boy in the crowd, like, oh yeah, they're my favorite band. I love them. Like, you know, like brothers. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they really went out of their way to like. Well, that, that whole yeah, thing but, feels uncomfortable. I mean, but that kid was like 13, and uh, it was 2001. He didn't want to be like, I'm not gay. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. I'm actually surprised how, like, this movie felt like it could have been made in uh, 10 years after, because mm-hmm. they were making fun of the popular culture, like, literally as it was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, NSYNC and, and the Backstreet Boys were still Oh, yeah, that, like, at, at, at that at point, the they were, like, the height of, yeah. because it was, like, what, between 97 to 2000? Yeah, like, yeah. it was, like, what, Backstreet? Boys and Sync, 98 Degrees. Oh, yeah, all, those. all the O Town. Uh, yeah, all the other ones I can't remember anymore. Wh- which one married Britney Spears? Kevin Federline. Which one was he a part of? I don't he think was he was part dancer. of it. Yeah, it was, Wasn't he a back? Yeah. No, he was yeah. not a Backstreet Boy. Yeah, we, no, no, backup he was, dancer for oh. Britney. Anyway, uh, <laughs> don't ask me about that. Oh, leave no. Britney alone. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of Jessica <laughs> Simpson's right. husband. Oh, he was from 98 Degrees. Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Nick. Lachey. Why Lachey. do we know that? I fucking I <laughs> fuck that I, we know that. Yeah, right? like <laughs> hate that we know can't that. remember who fucking like signed the Declaration of Independence. It was John Hancock. But uh, <laughs> fucking goddamn it, I remember Nick fucking Lachey. Why? Why the fuck? Like he's a national treasure. Oh, God, you, you keep damn saying it. his name and keep making other. Yeah, like who invented yeah, the polo vaccine, Chris? Uh, right uh, I don't know. They're What's like his name? I, they're now having to remember about Nick Lachey. <laughs> they had a reality show. Yeah, they had a reality show, right? Where they just. So, wait, so, wait, so who, who are the members of DuJour? Uh, Seth Green. Uh-huh. Turk. Donald <laughs> Fiza. Uh, yeah. Strange Connection. Brecken Meyer from Rat Race. And, the fourth guy's like a nobody. Which which is amazing because when they show up, spoiler alert, when they show up later in the movie, the, the no-name guy is the only one who's mm. actually there. Everyone else just has... He, he's probably the only one that they could pay this. for the right. two days. Exactly. And that's very yeah. apparent. Yeah. And I don't know if that was part of the show or not. But the other three of them, the actual people that have names and careers, they're in full body cast, including their face. It's clearly just doubles. And <laughs> and, yeah. and then that opening also has, I, I think, so just my favorite song in this whole movie. It's called Back to Backdoor Lover. Backdoor Lover. De Jour's number one top hit. <laughs> and is great. When they started it, I like wasn't paying attention. It took and me a as second I was sitting too. there, yeah, I was like hearing it. I was like, are they saying backdoor lover? And I was like, what the f-? There like, are two meanings oh. for that. There is the yeah. classic uh, cheating on someone and you got to go Which out the back door. what I thought when I would listen to it in the car with my parents. Yeah. Or there's the, the other back door where you poop from. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I have the lyrics. I'll, I'll read you yeah, like yeah, the, please Yes, do. please, please do. This kind of love is wrong, but you know you feel so right. <laughs> Running my hands across your cheeks. Mm. They're all so smooth and white. So leave the light on, baby, and unlock your back door. I'll be coming through that way tonight to love you for sure. <laughs> Lie on your bed staring up at the moon. You got me crazy, but I'll love you soon. I'm your backdoor lover coming from behind. <laughs> With the lights down low, backdoor lover, just you and me. No one has to know. Backdoor lover, let me meet you there at your secret spot. I'll show you what love that's more than hot. You know that I won't hurt you, so open up and let me in. We love each other way too much for it to be a sin. Some people use the front door. Poetry. But then, Somebody had to But then never... But this never be my way. <laughs> Just because I slip in back doors, well, doesn't make me hey. Oh, man. 
and then he just kind of repeats a little bit oh. and he goes uh, baby I'm going around in circles because you're everything and you know what I want to do maybe we can get together at your place tonight so we'll open your back door tonight oh my god and we'll let you interpret what? so it could be about anything really <laughs> some people use the front that's wow <laughs> If nothing else, I think that alone made me. I'm gonna give this movie a positive review. That is the exact humor and tone of this movie, where it was the marketing to like 12 year olds who that just went over their head, and and but this movie has some really dirty jokes in it. Yeah, does. But this was rated PG, I believe. PG thirteen. Wait, was oh, it? Okay, I think it's PG thirteen. Yeah, I think it's PG thirteen. Actually, yeah. I, they don't push that enough because, like, no, yeah. they really could have done more of that, like Austin Powers style humor. And I feel like they pull punches. Well, I think because they're like Joe's in the Pussycats. Like, uh, uh, parents are going to take their kids. Grandparents are going to take their kids there. We can't, <laughs> you know, because there's one of, one of my favorite parts, which I knew right at the beginning when I'm like, oh, I didn't pick up on that. Tara Reed's holding a sign. Yes, I love that. Uh, yeah. yeah, hung for pussy. Hung, if you love pussy. Oh yeah, right. Or it's the, the montage, right? It says yeah. the Pussy. Yeah. yeah. And and the cars crash into each other because of it. And she's holding it behind a street sign that says Honk if you love the pussy cats. Yeah. The name of their band. And there are a few other like like pussy jokes. They're they're a little more subtle. Well, there's like when, when the two Alexes are arguing, he calls her implants and she starts to call him penile and, and he like he like kicks her in the crotch or he like knees her in yeah. the crotch or something or kicks her in the leg. So, you know, there's that sort of thing. Um, where I think it, it, uh, more adult jokes that I did not pick up on. Um, so it starts with when we see Josie, they're rocking out and playing a show. Wait, real fast. We got to finish with, with Dujour because they're on the plane. Oh, right. No, we do. They're, You're they're right. arguing. He stole my face. This is my face. <laughs> what's what's the monkey's name? Doctor something. He's oh, it's, it's from Planet of the Apes. Uh, He's a doctor. I know. The character is from, oh, I can't remember. Dr. Zayas? I think it's Dr. Zayas. Yes. Yeah. They find out what's going on, and Alan uh, Cumming, who plays like the evil man. Who is, sells this movie. Oh, he's yeah. Perfect. Like 100% yeah. sells this yeah. movie. Wyatt. Um, and uh, that's not his name until the end. Or is it his name? No, it's always Wyatt. It's always Wyatt. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I like how he goes up to the cabinet, and the code for crashing the plane is, is take the Chevy to, to the, the levee. <laughs> They have a couple of those because there's that one, and then when he meets that girl in the record store when he plays their new song, and everyone oh, is like, "Smells like Teen Spirit." Yeah, 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 yeah. Smell, smells like Teen Spirit. And Which, then they abduct her in a van. What, what is yeah. the joke there? Because she's not falling into the consumer. Oh, they, they like they kill conformists or nonconformists. They, well, they, yeah. they kidnap her and then they right. use them for their experiments to study how to get everyone under the umbrella. Yeah, yeah oh. she shows up in yeah. the end. Uh, in the yeah, she yeah, she is like, part oh, of the experiment yeah. when she's showing off to the FBI guys. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Dujour means friendship. Dujour means crash positions. And then their plane goes down. And then they somehow, they survive the crash, or they land the plane. In a Metallica. Okay, but right? they land the plane in, in a parking lot of a Metallica show. And they get beat that, up senseless. Yeah. And the only way the one guy survives is because he knew some of the lyrics to enter the Sandman. Sandman. <laughs> they didn't beat him up as bad. It's great. That made me laugh. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so, so anyway, cut to you, but I, yeah. I do love Alan coming landing yeah. in a field like in the middle of nowhere on his cell phone. Like, oh, yep, I'll just find the next band in this town, like, where I'm, uh, Riverdale, like whatever. Okay, I'm just gonna do that. And, and I love that the, the movie goes in with the, the, the whole idea with the consumerism from the gecko and oh, never They're stops. in a Target so. airplane and they're yeah, tied. I, I read the whole movie. Things yeah. everywhere. Whenever he lands in, uh, in Riverdale, the sign of the city, instead of saying like Rotary or anything, is just like... Uh, Starbucks and yeah. he's like yeah it's just yeah. sponsorships on it there too 
Uh, every time they're walking anywhere, people always have bags of uh, Benetton and like the the big brown bag and, and all they, the Bloomingdale's. They, and they make like a Gatorade joke similar to Idiocracy. They're like, I could really go go there, for a Gatorade. There are there are seventy three <laughs> companies who have product placement shown, and uh, none of them paid for it. Oh, that was part of it. Is like they were kind of like, hey. We the the whole message of the movie is about like you know consumerism, so we want to show it. So like we'll basically we'll show your product for free. Yeah, that was how they they yeah, got all that's, of that. That's fair. Do you think uh, Idiocracy did a similar thing? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the character Alan M. Uh, which kind of goes along with Rachel Lee Cook being my first uh, celebrity crush. Alan M was your was your first like band guy crush? No, Alan, I looked exactly like Alan M in high school. I, I agree. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I oh, like yeah, no, yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the swoopy hair. I had the the uh, the lack of beard at the time and uh, acoustic guitar. That was he had a Led totally Zeppelin four shirt on at one point. I definitely had like a brown jacket that I wore all the time and. Uh, yeah, that was that was definitely me. I was trying to get my. Uh, did you, you drive? Day. Did you drive an old pickup truck that was really cool? They didn't take care of. I drove an old van, an old minivan. That's yeah, close uh, enough. Yeah, <laughs> that egg shaped one. Yeah, it's Toyota Previa. It's a it's a great vehicle. Um, so uh, I like how once they once Dujour is dead, the 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 record label. Doesn't announce that they're dead, but they do release a commemorative box set with all their songs. Which is 2000 to 2001. That made me laugh. It was like, sure, 2000 to 2001. And there's a DJ in the record store, which is not something you see a lot. I gotta buy a six pack of Zuma. <laughs> Zima. Zima. Yeah. Do you even drink? No, but I need it. Uh, so you were saying that the movie opens with them uh, playing a show. Right, at, rocking uh, out at a concert, but then the reveal is. Is a bowling alley, which, which I liked. Which mm-hmm. I also. Did that yeah. myself? Oh, you played yeah. the bowling alley and it, before? And it was like just like that. It was like, yeah, yeah, thank you. And it was just like, like, like all right, can you leave? Of- like, we have bowling leagues starting. In <laughs> and then, at, like, literally afterwards, you're like, wasn't that a great show? Like, How much did you make? Well, we got free popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so uh, yeah, we hit home. I, I, I truly, I really connected with the 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 Josie uh, pr- protagonist. Yeah. I think she's a great female actress and mm-hmm. a great female lead. The one thing I really liked because I was like it took me a second to notice is like whenever there's a movie and they want some girl to be like oh she's like she's like quirky and like a rebel and like they always give her like a Ramones t-shirt and like Doc Martin boots like always It's, it's such an annoying thing to me but here they generally give her like a real style that looks like it's homemade like she's like yeah. the way her t-shirts are cut and then like tied together yeah. and she's wearing like their bracelets and she cuts her dress to wear the thing i was like oh i appreciate that and she fixes that. cars that's great Which, yeah. shout out to the costume uh yeah director i guess yeah she definitely seemed a lot more authentic uh you know you know was, was josie the original uh ramona flowers i don't know debatable <laughs> um but yeah though I, she definitely seemed a little more down to earth and I don't know. It, it seemed like it's yeah. Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> um, I didn't like when he broke the fourth wall. I mean, there's this movie is full of self references, but almost too much so. There was a time I'm like, all right, you, we get it. We know that we're watching a movie, and you wink, nod, wink, it. nod. We but got it. I, I didn't like when Alan Cummings <clears throat> looked directly into the camera when he finds the band and like makes a like. Mm, like, are you seeing this kind but of? But I did really like how he holds up the blank CD, <laughs> and it looked like yeah. an album cover. That was a cool. Oh shot. yeah, because people, uh, right? People walk. <laughs> They're taking him down with the, the DuJour yeah. sign that says like number one band yeah. in the world yeah. that is yeah. behind them. Yeah, yeah, I did like that a lot. Um, I so I liked one of the things that they are um, uh, that they're trying to like sell or that they're 
adding in into the subliminal messages is someone's like saying we should totally make jerkin to be a word like that's totally jerkin <laughs> and they use it throughout the movie and I and I and I love that so much they're like that's totally jerkin <laughs> as a different meaning I feel like today yeah and <laughs> Eugene, Eugene Levy's in this yeah oh the playing himself yeah and hi it's, I'm Eugene Levy you were wondering about subliminal messaging and music <laughs> it's funny because he's like yeah it's America the most kick-ass country in the world and he's Canadian <laughs> Um, I really like Parker Posey in this too. She plays Fiona she, very well. Yeah. I will say too, she's funny. It, it yeah. took me. I was watching it. I was watching with Colleen. Looking like it's that. Like if they did this movie again, like that would be Elizabeth Banks because she looks and acts exactly like Elizabeth. Yes, Banks. it would be Elizabeth. Yeah, she has like the right. same look, the same way to talk. Uh, and Elizabeth Banks, like just like they would look. I mean, it would be like the same person. When she is doing that <laughs> that sequence we talked about earlier, where she's like. Oh, you'll find out. What did you say? What? And yeah. every time she turns around, she's wearing those like feathery. Yes, they're they're, they're they're like they're sticking out of her neck on like very thin like wires. Yeah, wires, yeah. and they're there's feather attached. But they go yeah. every time she turns around, and I was like, I was laughing at that because it just sounded funny. I was like, Oh, good job, sound editor. Well, like <laughs> that's why good, like good for you. It makes me think of like she'd be a villain like a Zoolander movie. Mm-hmm. Like she's like this, oh this she's perfect is. for it because she yeah. designs yeah. the fashion she chooses the popular color yeah. that's like in style and how how fucking like you want to talk about humanizing your your villain so not only when we first see her she's like a super creep and she has like child issues oh she has that weird room where it's like yeah. it's just she, the she, girls what, room what's, what's your weight yeah she, 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 I'm really hungry and she's gonna have a Pringle she's like no I should yeah. I'm, <laughs> such, I'm such a fatty <laughs> but there's like dollhouses and and that that platter of things it's like Twinkies Oreos yeah. and Pringles yeah, yeah. yeah. oh man uh, and, then, and then she has a speech impediment is that what you're getting yeah, at? yeah yeah and and they you know they hint it at the end where it's like she wasn't a popular girl in school mm-hmm. and, and it kind of makes you think of like like why are these rich powerful people doing what they do yeah what hurt them jeff yeah yeah <laughs> we all know it's jeff we're talking about well because it this movie also because we're talking about the, the costume and the sound people the the designs for all the sets they were pretty great i love her uh room elevator room that she has when all the uh the asian oh, and her under like her like uh, little zen yeah, garden and then, like she pressed the button and like the whole room just like goes down to the the bottom floor and, and they, they do the they, they do the jurassic park like sequence where like they all get strapped into like their chairs oh, yeah. and then they watch the video on like <laughs> here's how we do the subliminal messaging and, and I love also the, the the breakdown of her uh, villain lair that they have like the different stations I means like fashion hair makeup and you always see like these people like trying like a hair and like that's like you're seeing what they're creating the new yeah. fashion to be and they have like the, the, the slang people just around like yeah go jerking <laughs> and, and, and who was the guy that's doing the subliminal messaging Oh, Mr. movie, Mr. Yeah. Movie Phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. He's the voice. Wait, is that Mr. Movie? You guys got Mr. Movie Phone? <laughs> and it's because both the uh, Fiona, the antagonist, and then the the government is also in on it for just for yeah. consumerism. Of course, yeah. That, that's the, it's good for the economy. Yeah, that's all they want. Because even when I was thinking first, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but if they're just putting messages into these songs, people still need to like the song and listen to the song to get the message. But then I realized, like. You can include in the message, this is the best song ever. Yeah. You want to listen to it all the time. Show your friends. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's sort of solved. But I love, so they go into a studio to um, 
record their demo, and they have a processor that also just it, it's in the studio, which is Love a strange it. thing. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but it's great. And the only thing the studio the processor does is <laughs> add the add the sub, subliminal message track, which you could also just do with like a tape recorder. <laughs> like, hey, I so we only needed nine tracks for this album. What's that tenth one? Well, that's hooked up to a to an old tape recorder. I, I don't know. It's, it's called like the Mega Sound. Like uh, yeah, 000. the Mega Processor 9000. Yeah. And, and it has three dials on it. You just twist the dials. Ooh, in this episode, I should include subliminal messages. Shit. Ooh. Yeah. Don't I mean, tell them. It's not too late. Well, yeah. cut this part out. Yeah. <laughs> Show it to your friend. With your friend. <laughs> Throwback Theater is the number one podcast in the Iron's, world. Iron City is the <laughs> Pepsi Free. <laughs> <laughs> Iron City Beer is the new Pepsi Free. <laughs> Take a daily dose of iron. We could do this all night. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's so they put out their their single and um, the why don't you do what you do to me, baby? That's the single. That's good. Yeah, um, and they and they chart the Billboard top one hundred Billboard and and Alan Cumming is, is like is kind of trying to split the, up the yeah. band the whole time, um, because right? Because he's the one who initially puts Josie's name above the Pussycats because they're just the Pussycats. Yeah, and he leaves out Val and he doesn't give her an invitation to the party. He's trying so to split them up. It's it's a little confusing because the reason why DuJour broke up is because they were fighting and they couldn't make money off of it. But then well, they didn't break up. They they heard the subliminal track uh, in, in their... They were st- fighting. They were on their yes. path to yeah. break Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and they want someone that they can control. And yeah. and I guess it's easier to control one person than, a, than an entire I band. Guess. Yeah. Also, you could think about it... Which it does like, work for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Because then they make Josie listen and she is... Yeah. Uh, She's brainwashed. brainwashed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and real quick, because there's that sequence where she's like walking through the street. Mm-hmm. Did anyone else notice the homeless clown? Yes. No. He's eating out of a trash can? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. That's <laughs> really prevalent. How watching it, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> there's a guy in a full on clown costume, like, like face paint, wig, like... Um, Big red suit with polka dots, and he's like, ah, he's coming out of a trash can. That had to be like like the the director's friend, because there's no way that was in the script. (laughs) And and, and then she's accosted by a a homeless carnival clown. (laughs) Yeah, so my only note for the script, uh, it all looks pretty good. You keep including the carnival clown eating trash, though. I want you to, again, I want to make this very clear, I want you to cut that. That sounds like a Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> Just like oh, the trash-eating carnival clown. Because then also, that whole sequence also has a, another real bizarre sequence in the movie because uh, Alan Cummings' Wyatt gets them to split up so uh, they can try to brainwash Josie and in the process is going to kill Oh, this is my Val favorite. Okay. And, uh, I have a Mal. lot to say about this. And the way that they get him to, to trap them to get <laughs> them to be killed is, oh yeah, they're going to go into Carson Daly's show. It's like, Wait, okay. It's TRL. So so they show up in there. Does anyone under 30 know what TRL is? No, no. I didn't. I had no clue. But they show up in there. They're very excited. And then like everything is just cardboard cutouts and the glued with tape and then there's uh <laughs> yeah. I forgot the the, the black guy who shows TV. up a- 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 Spear, yes. right yes yeah. yes yeah so this guy shows up and then like Carson Daly shows up and yeah but at first he's like I'm Carson Daly and they're like you're you're not Carson <laughs> Daly he's like no what do you mean I'm Carson Daly but then like their whole plan is to 
bash them with baseball yeah, bats I, I, to kill them. So th- yeah. And they're very interested. Oh, no, yeah, we're going to kill you. And like, yeah. they pull these baseball bats. Like, wait, is that the easiest way you can kill them? Car- Carson Daly's rocking uh, pink frosted tips in this movie. I don't know if yeah, you guys I mean, know that. Peak. It was 2000. Yeah, no, I, I do it. MTV News. The, uh, he actually made me laugh at the very end because he's he's, he's all beat up. And, yeah. and, uh, and he has on the headset. And he puts and he's two. Like, I put two on and he puts on the second <laughs> one and does like this really awkward smile where I'm like, this is the funniest Carson Daly's ever been. Yeah, so they're pl- so all along they've shown they they show a like a highlight reel to like all the uh, the worldwide investors. It, this is basically a James Bond movie. Also, wait, the, wait, the real fast, like Austin Powers or Zoolander. Yes, yes. A, a, yeah. a TRL, real fast. Uh, Aerie Spears is doing impressions the whole time. Ho oh, oh, ho! He does yeah. Bill Cosby, and it's like not that funny. And he does like Eddie Chris Rock is the one, and, and they were like, "That's not Chris Rock. That's not Chris Rock." Rosario Dawson is like, that, that's, what, "Who's that? That's Chris Rock. That's awful, Chris Rock." Chris yeah. Rock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like that. But I, sorry to interrupt. You. So they show a montage. They're like, oh, what happens like if the bands find out about this? They're like, oh, well, click. And it's like, oh, there was a band. Why Like, why do you think there are so many plane crashes involving bands? And they show like plane crashes and then like suicides and overdoses and all these things that happen to musicians. And they're like, oh, okay. Like these all seem like, oh, how's the baseball bat going to fall? Right, I was like, <laughs> your plan to get rid of the other two were to beat them to Bash death them. with baseball bats. I was like, and, and the worst the plan, plan is, is right after it. Day, why did you hire Carson Daly to murder them with <laughs> baseball he was, he bats? Was he's into it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the, like, the conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. He's not he says it. <laughs> <laughs> and also the worst part is that they have another plan right What's after. What's your like, sign? Oh, we're going to just blow up your car with you inside. It's like, why, why don't you why just do that from the beginning? Why did you try to beat them up? Goofy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, Which, do you, you know, know what TRL, TRL is, Lucas? No. Is uh, today, today live total request, total request, request live? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Explain from it. like the mid-90s until I think the late 2000s is when it ended. Um, music videos, like you couldn't go onto YouTube and watch. Sure. Like, this was still when MTV was... Music. Uh, and this yeah. was the tail end of it, though. We had, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so Total Request, request Live was around, like, 3, 4 p.m., right after you'd get home from school. And it would be, like, a half hour, an hour of, like, um, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So Carson Daly would just play music videos. Well, he would also have, like, like yes. musical guests on yeah. who would talk about, like, oh, your new song, this, or whatever. Yeah, and, like, proto-internet days, like, that was And I think it, it was at Times Square is where they... I think mm-hmm. this is where they filmed it. I mean, so that's how it does, they show him there afterwards. Yeah, yeah so, so the, the background was, was you know, Times Square. But, I mean, you, even you our generation was kind of, like, on the end of that. You, you missed out on, like, the, the, the most important part of TRL, though. So you they played play a music video, and they wouldn't play the whole thing. They'd play, like, 90 seconds of it. Wait, really? Yeah, towards the end of it, they wouldn't play the whole thing. They would just This is when MTV was just like, we're not going to show music anymore, yeah. ever. And, and people would, like, be on the street, and so you're watching your favorite music video for 15 seconds, and then a window pops up in the corner, and over top of the music video, it's someone going, like, Hi, my name is Carissa. I'm calling in from, from Pitt, and I just want to give a big shout-out to all my sorority sisters. Woo! <laughs> and then it goes and it does that like two or three times over every music video Interesting. yeah because they were like people don't have the attention span to watch a two minute and that was video. not popular for some reason yeah it, it, well, no, actually, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was cultural until, time. until yeah. MTV was just like we're gonna start, we're just gonna start showing Room Raiders and guess my mom and Tara Reid date they did after yeah. this movie really I think that's where they met that's actually really? funny because they pretend to hit it off, right? Yeah, they, they do. Yeah. Man, no. if I didn't have to I kill you, we could date. Yeah. Uh, and there's also uh, America Online Tower. American Online <laughs> Hotel. Yeah. I have that in mind. It's also when they and go the into the, towers uh, the, 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 the aquarium oh, and in the fish tank, it's a big Evian water yeah. logo. Amazing. 
That's um, actually really funny because it's it's so subtle and yeah. it's in the yeah I like if, that. It, all, all the carpets in their hotels too is all like Revlon like the makeup mm-hmm. company too. Reed shower floor. has McDonald's arches. Did, did, oh, and also McDonald's her, shower yeah. buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, that's yeah. Oh, her lamp also has like a the hamburgers just hanging. <laughs> <out there>. <laughs> <laughs> Because she also goes like after they play their music the first time there, it's like, oh, I want a Big Mac. It's like, you're a vegetarian. It's like, yes, but I really want one. <laughs> I, I mean, like, do you guys see my comparison to Idiocracy? I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Um, I do like when he talks about Alan M's initial. He's like, what's up with that? Alan M. Like, because I, I wrote that in my notes. I was like, why is he Alan M? And then like a half an hour later, Alan Cummings is like, what's up with the Alan M? And I don't know. I just I, I assume he must be a character it. from the comics. Yeah, that's it is. all it, it is. is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he's, he he also has a gig outside the bathroom, and and Alexandra is there. And <laughs> I I, I, I thought it was really funny when the guy flushes and comes out, and she just yells at him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've all played those shows, Eric. Oh yeah, yeah. In bathroom shows <laughs> definitely. The the acoustics are really good in the bathroom. Um, I like when uh, so towards the end of the movie, uh, Josie. How does she? break out of her brainwash. She falls down when she was listening to and breaks the CD and kind of notices it. Remember portable CD players? Oh yeah, but you had to get the non-skip ones. Otherwise, otherwise you had to walk holding it flat (laughs) in your palms. (laughs) I just remember the batteries going, like you could only listen to like a couple CDs and then the batteries would drop. You'd only get through now four and half and now five and then it was toast. It was burnt out, man. Yeah, because then she, she finds Alexander and Alexandra and then take them to the, the thing. That's why she starts mixing it up to, to find it. And she finds oh. out the, the, the 10th track yeah. where it just says, Josie, you're better than everyone else. Which I, do I do like when she's in the studio. She's like, all right, help me get this thing out of here. It's <laughs> 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 just not moving at all. It's just like bolted to the floor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, what is it, right after that is when when they have the big show, the big worldwide show. Yeah, and then they're gonna have the, the, at the sta- also, it's a stadium show. This whole thing has been a week. I think. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. Which I, which is funny. A week. Yeah. Because um, the climax actually happens before the concert. Because the yes. concert is like the ep- almost like the yeah. end of the third. They act. play a big show, and, yeah. and people just like them without being subliminal messaged it to. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, <laughs> watch message to listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, and uh, but the climax is is pretty great. I mean, I like when they're in the car and uh, and she's like, uh, Mel, I wish we could go back in time. And Mel said, I, I could, <laughs> if I could go back in time, I'd want to meet Snoopy. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. that whole sequence, I think, is really funny. Because it's like, I love you, man. Oh, I love. And then you just keep going for a while. It's it's goofy, and then they, they the the car is spinning, and she has to follow it. Well, because she yes, she, they do that chase, and then uh, she disappears from Fiona, and she's like, <gasps> what? And then she looks around, and it's just like she's just like trying to untie her inside the car. And I think like again, like the beat is kind of really funny. It's like, where, where did you think you, you were going? And it's like, yeah, it, it's clever. Like the movie has like some little clever little. Editing Again, there. I think Alan Cummings sells this movie. Oh, he's yeah. so funny. Every time he just flips up the phone. To Every, his, and it's yeah. like a threat, like, dum-dum-dum. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, like, uh, he's telling Josie, it's like, oh, a- Alan M called. He left a message for you. On the, Probably he's, he's, leave a message from Alan M. <laughs> and he does it twice. He just like, murmurs it. With? <laughs> um, and then, of, and of course, at the climax, Alan coming. well, first, Fiona reveals herself to be uh, limping Lisa because she's the one who wrote the message on the bathroom mirror right no 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 that was the jour that's right 
Yeah, and she has like false teeth and and that sort of thing. And then Alan <laughs> Cumming is white ass Wally. I like that he's white ass Wally. <laughs> Um, he's albino. Yeah, he's albino and he just puts makeup yeah. on his face every morning which sort of feels like it came out of left field but I still loved it I, I agree it was, especially <laughs> the gut was like a weird choice yeah yeah because they, they make him real gross yeah. real fast like he's like oh yeah I'm like full on white I'm like and I'm balding ish and fat and I'm fat <laughs> and I've been holding this forever yeah so, do we need all of these pieces in here and then they all get arrested. <laughs> By the government who is also in on it, but they're the government. But that's so. the most government thing yeah. you could possibly whoa, whoa. do. Well, because they, they, yeah. they, they even say, they even says, oh, we were going to show you down right <laughs> after this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like how they arrest them on conspiracy against the youth of America. <laughs> that was their charge. We are, we are the <laughs> youth like of a nation. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I like how, so then Alex, so we haven't really talked about Alec, the, the manager who's Alec, who's really not in the movie, but he's like following along with every trend. He wears the color, he's in the du jour, um, and he just explains the, the point of the movie. Yeah. Us. He just explains the moral. He's like, we're not our clothes, man. Um, yeah, it was fine, but I just thought Because at one was... point during their, like, uh, their, their sad montage he is like standing outside of a store crying because his shirt is those pants. Yeah, I didn't understand that. He needs the pants. That, is that in the store's uh, yeah, clothes? That's, that's is that I, what it was? Yeah, like, I think okay. it is. Yeah. Um. Uh. Something else I was going to say. Oh, so the I think the funniest part because I remember watching this with my dad, and this was a part that made him laugh out loud, and I will always remember. I I am just enjoying the the imagery of you and your dad watching what? Josie. The <laughs> oh yeah, together. I definitely rented this a lot. Sherry popcorn. Um, and uh, um. So so Alexandra has a white stripe down her hair, and the, the FBI agent comes in because because he's. What does she say? Because she, she's like, yeah. Or she goes, I always look good. And he it just, cuts to, just cuts to that. He goes, he goes, holy shit, that girl's got a skunk on her head. <laughs> what are you even doing? <laughs> and I met my dad fucking hell out of that. Yeah, Which, yeah. I mean, they do they do obviously curse in this movie. They do say ass, bitch, shit. Um, you know, it's a PG-13. soft PG-13, I think. Oh, yeah. No, if, it, if you're going to do that, you could have leaned a bit more into it. But, but they go all the way with the backdoor lover. How much more do you need? And the homeless clown. <laughs> Any yeah, movie that has a clown. drunken, deranged homeless clown eating out of a garbage bag. <laughs> I'm sold. So the the movie ends with them doing their own performance at they this play big concert. Around. They yeah, and people like them, and uh, they have a happy Josie and and the boy Alan M have a happy ending. They love each other, and it's a Hollywood ending. I was a little disappointed by the ending because it's like I feel like the whole movie really goes out of its way to not be like the cliche. And, and did you want it to set up for a sequel? Yeah, I'd watch the second one, but oh, like yeah. I, I felt like I don't know. What do you guys think about the end? No, I, I mean I understand what you're saying because the movie is kind of this whole idea of the consumerism and like mm-hmm. this kind of being like very anti-norm, mm-hmm. I guess, in there, and then it ends in the most generic yeah. way possible. Yeah, because even like the even the way that they propose to each other of sorts not really proposing because like, he doesn't but like the way that they do they're like I love you I love you too it's like, it's kind of, oh, like this is kind of like it goes for a very long time that they, does. they're literally singing the song live and yeah, yeah. if I was the people in the audience like, oh, like this is not fun anymore <laughs> <laughs> like they, they take like three minutes to say I love you and kiss each other like it's I don't know alright let me ask you guys this this is I know this is off the fly if you had to pitch a Josie and the Pussycats sequel what would you call it and what would the plot be I got it the government hires them to be agents in like <laughs> Russia. 
uh, and they're international spies. Okay. And they tour countries and they have to uncover a bomb, a this nuclear is like, bomb. This is like winds of change. I think a little more subtle than that, like that, that they, they don't know that they're being used, that they're going on tour, like a world tour. Mm-hmm. And then like a manager or something is like, Sort of this is more like, like winds of change. I like where this what is, is going. What is winds oh, of yeah, change? Is, yeah, uh, where it's a uh, oh my god, winds of song. Winds of change is is, is a song by, by the, Scor- the Scorpions. The Scorpions. Yes. Oh and, yes, and, and, I, I am familiar. The, the the backstory, which is probably maybe not true, is that the song was written by the CIA and performed by the Scorpions in order to end. Uh, but, communism uh, in like Soviet Russia yeah. and it brought down the Berlin Wall. Yeah, um, is essentially how that goes. Yeah. It's really fun. It's a fun I mean, story. It feels like the same plot of a, a little bit of the, the interview the J- James Franco and uh, Seth Rogen because they sent him in there mm. to interview King John Yoon to kill him. So let me ask you this: What's your yeah. title? What's your sequel? Just in the Pussycats, Backdoor two. Lover. Yeah, two. It was the early you got nothing, you got nothing you better. Gone. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm sure that there's source material as well that we could dig out from this really old. Like you wouldn't even call like Josie Pussycats too, like Operation. Did miss, I don't know. <laughs> That's hard to just come up with. Legally Blonde Two, Miss Congeniality Two, Josie and the Pussycats. I think Legally Blonde Two has a subtitle. <laughs> Isn't it like Legally Blonde Two, like back in action or something? Yeah. No, you're thinking of, you're thinking of <laughs> uh, part, no, I think part two. Like, I think it's called like Red, White, and Blonde, actually. Yeah. See, yeah, I, really? I think that, yeah. yeah, there's, I, there's I, a, I think it does. I, I do think that this movie could have a little bit more of, of, a, of a resolve. Um, Back in with, action. Yeah, they do sort of say, I love you, the song ends, and then a blooper. Although there's a guy in the audience that goes, damn, which, which I really liked after he's like, I love you too, and he was like really defeated in the audience. Um, but yeah, they definitely could have maybe done that a little bit better. Where it seemed like the world is back is, you know, it doesn't seem like every, everything's resolved. They didn't solve consumerism, right? It almost seems like it's just go back like to the record store. And I would love if there's people who were like picking different records and like yeah. life was normal. I would love one more scene like that. Yeah, I agree. But other than that. I loved it. Okay, so wait, you didn't pitch your sequel. Well, I, I don't have one. <laughs> you don't have uh, anything? I mean, give me a second. But the uh, the, the, the the name for Miss Congeniality 2 is Armed and Fabulous. Oh, uh, see, that's what you need. And Legally Blonde 2 is Red, White, and Blonde. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it needs okay. to be Josie and the Pussycats 2, uh, I don't know, like rock and roll. Like, yes. It has to be a pun on rock and roll, right? Maybe. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to do one where there's a there's a there's a competing band like Josie and the Pussycats is the number Ooh. one band in the world, and now the the next best thing is up and coming. Band. So so and, and they're like on, but for kind of, and they're like oh Josie and the Pussycats like Ch-, like we're better than them, and they're like the new youngsters in town, but like they're hot stuff, mm-hmm. and they're outselling Josie, and so at first they're going to be enemies, but then they realize at the end they have the same mutual enemy, and they have to team up and they use rock and roll to like, <laughs> defeat the. That's not awful. That's the plot of I Trolls too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like right, not not bad. Not, yeah. I, yeah, I think we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, Title wise. Ooh, we uh, could, so we're gonna rate this? this I, I think be, what, I think Josie and the Pussycats office? Book of Secrets. I don't I didn't look it up. <laughs> uh, but I will. I will. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer. World judgment Tour. Day. Yeah. Josie and the Pussycats Two. Judgment Day. So we're we're looking up um, the box office, but I, I know it didn't. I don't think it did well. Um, and I, I doubt it. Too. Yeah, yeah, it did not. I can tell. But you that I, much, I think but. this is a movie that was like it mismarketed, probably mismarketed yes. ahead of its time. And it was geared towards people that wouldn't really appreciate the message. Like, it's hard to market mm-hmm. um, anti-TRL 
and while, while that's big yeah 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 so watching it now for the first time i was like this is genius this is extremely smart and like edgy but if you were a kid at the time a lot of this would just feel like your normal life sure yeah, like i i did definitely didn't really get that it was like I mean, I knew that there was sort of brainwashing going on, but, like, I didn't really get themes of, like, anti-capitalism. Or, or maybe I did, because I never really cared much about whatever. I definitely was that punk rock chick. That it's was so like, weird that that is the message of the movie, though. Like, yeah. the movie's just like, oh, teenagers aren't going to buy stuff. Like, they make, they have, but they have money from summer jobs. And, but, like, but they have their own fashion. They wear old clothes, and, like, they're yeah. not buying anything new. And it's like, we need them to buy new yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean... Things are so. I, I watch how it's made all the time, and they're like, they're like, today alone we made five billion bottles of ketchup, and I'm like, do we really need five <laughs> billion bottles of ketchup a day? Um, but that is not I sustainable. Guess Chris, <laughs> I guess Chris needs it. Um, but yeah, when they always just like talk about how much like what was the one oh bike locks? It was like like a bike lock, just like a like a U lock that I you buy one of those for life essentially. And yeah, it was like like today alone we made a million of them. I'm like, wow, where is this going? Yeah. Uh, to um, the ocean. I was like, I like Russian, <laughs> Russian gangsters. I don't know. Just like locking up uh, cargo shipment containers with like, you know. Yeah. Slave I trafficking. I, I that's do, what I'm, I don't know. That's so where I go I to in my mind. Here and it You're is, all welcome. It is a little weird, but I, so I, so just keep that in mind. All right. Um, I, I think I, I looked it up a while ago, so I can get, it's fresh in my head. So you guys should guess. It costs $13 million. Okay. No, it costs more. That costs twenty six million. Okay. Oh, you said you looked it up, but I don't know it. So uh, there's actually a range because there's two different sources. So it says twenty two to thirty nine million. I guess one said twenty two, another one said thirty nine. That's a large difference, though. It is. It is. Uh, Box Office Mojo gives it a twenty two, if that means anything to you. And then the other source for the the larger number is. uh, Just the numbers. I guess that's what it's called. Uh, Box Office. Uh, five. That's low. That's real low. You think that was it? Yeah. 15. It was 14.9. Oh, <laughs> so it did bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just celebrating that I was close to yeah, yeah. the number <laughs> that I guessed. Critics felt, uh, and other movies based on cartoons, it did not work on screen. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 53 out of 123 critics. Uh, this is all from Wikipedia. Okay, I, I'm so. generally, I know we don't normally do this, but I'm curious because like sometimes it's funny. What did what did Robert Ebert I was have to literally say just about, about to say that. Movie? I was okay. just about to say, because I'm looking at it right now. Uh, gave the film uh, one half of a star. Oh, out of really? Four, commenting that Josie and the Pussycats are not dumber than the Spice Girls, but they're as dumb as the Spice Girls, which is dumb enough. Okay, Boomer. Yeah, right. <laughs> which is an obvious comparison to the movie Spice World, which he gave the same. But the next paragraph is cult status and over the years, blah, blah, blah. It's Capitalist dumb. pig. Yeah. Yeah, um, it has, it, and it should get like a cult sold out. Yeah. You sell out. Um, and then it ends with a blooper reel, which is always fun. I always love a good blooper reel. Um, yeah, you know what? That's not done enough. Yeah, right? We need more movies that have blooper reels. Jackie again. Chan movies. I know. Yeah, I know. They're the best ones. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're like my dad's favorite part of the Jackie <laughs> yeah. Chan movie yeah, is, is the credits. When he gets like stuck in a door and he's like, ah. Does anyone know what, what happened to the actor that played Alexander? Because he's also in like... 40 Days and 40 Nights yeah, is what he, I know He was from. like big in like that era and then I think he's still... I want to say he did television. He was probably mm-hmm. on some like weird CBS show that none of us have ever watched. I feel like we just covered this movie pretty good. I'm going to say it's pretty jerkin. Um, 
Are there, uh, is there anything you think we missed? How many jerkins uh, from negative five to five do you give it? <laughs> you know, I don't have a full idea for the movie, but I think that they need to start the, the sequel uh, split up. That Josie and uh, Alex M., uh, are they 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 kind of conform into a, a a suburban little life that they're kind of broken apart? They kind of fell into what they were against in this first of movie, course. and is, is it would be kind of an idea of them just trying to for some reason I don't have a full thought out yet, but they need to come back together. Oh, you somehow. mean because we just threw this at you like yeah, and, uh, about five minutes ago? Yeah, and uh, you know, like it, it, I think the most famous of them that continue doing stuff should be Tara Reid. She's still drumming ah, with another band. Okay. Because uh, she's still, I don't know and, what Rosario Dawson would be doing. she's the in my easiest version. one to get back. She, immediately, she's like, yeah, yeah, of course I'll do it. Yeah. Like, yes. yes. But then like, I, yes, that needs to be, and I don't I know like exactly it. what it is, but this, that So they got to get, there's like that get the band back together yes. montage. I'm in for that. Yeah. I like yeah, that. I like that. Okay. Uh, well, let's kind of talk about. Uh, well, re- real quick before we get to number, just looking through my notes, there's one more thing that I thought was funny, where Alex Ander goes into the women's bathroom with them, and he's like, "I'm like, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I can hang out here." And there's nothing there, I haven't seen goes, before. Yeah. It's just like, does anyone have change for a tampon? And he's just like, "I'll be outside." <laughs> um, so uh, why don't we start with? Uh, I don't know. Who, is anyone? Is there anyone in the negative category? Do, do we have any strange connections on this at all? I didn't. Look. Uh, Donald Faison. Is yeah, a big fat liar, a Turk, which yeah. is a, has, was a recent one. Otherwise, I, I was telling them I the DP so. for this, Eric. I don't know if you were here for it or if you saw it. He's the Matthew Libatique. He does all the uh, Aronofsky films. Mm. Imagine going from Josie and the Pussycats to like Darren Aronofsky's like Noah, Black Swan, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> or what's a mother. I don't know if he did that one. Uh, that might it might have been him, but I don't know that. Is one. that was the the tree? What's the one with Hugh Jackman and the Fountain? The Fountain. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Boy, I really like that movie when I was like when it came out. I haven't seen it since then. Um, anyone in the negative category? We can start. How many? With. How many? Any negative jerkins? <laughs> no. Um, okay. Who thinks that they have like the lowest in the positive? Uh, I mean, I'll gamble. Yeah. 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 Sure. I was gonna give it a. a Two jerkins. Okay. Uh, I, I was pleasantly surprised by this. I thought this. Was, I was dreading this. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be so fucking dumb." And then I, as it was on, then the more I watched, it, I was like, "Oh, even the, the opening scene caught me off guard because I was like, oh, I didn't know all these guys were in this movie.' I was like, oh, this is actually really funny.' And I was like, oh, this is way funnier than I thought it was. And I was like, oh, this is what this movie's about. Like, I'm in for this. Okay. I enjoyed it. Like, I was pleasantly surprised. It's not great. Like, there's. Don't get me wrong. It's not perfect. There's dumb moments, but like it's definitely enjoyable. It it feels a little bit ahead of its time, mm-hmm. especially because like the era that it's in is so weird. It's it's that like the internet exists, but it's not quite what it's going to be yet. It's, it's, and cell it's, phones it's, it's are a, still flip phones of like the early you know, the yeah. It's and- it's it's in a weird transitional flux of like the 20th and 21st century, and it's it. That makes it feel... Ten years ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> only, only ten years ago. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, but it's it's funny. Like, there's jokes that still land. Rosario Dawson, I just want to say, looks the same. Oh, yeah. Like, yep, absolutely. good for her. Yeah. Still looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this was made 20 years ago. I was like, she looks like this was filmed yesterday. I was like, good, good for was, you, There was Rosario. a scene, in, I mean, in, in, for each one of them that I have my notes, but I didn't feel it was worth bringing up, but I was like, 
she looks amazing in this scene. Like for each each one, I was like, Tara Reed, this is like the scene that looks great, that she looks amazing, and Rachel Lee Cook, this is wow, holy shit, and Rosario Dawson. So, and they, yeah, they all look great in this movie, and I'm pretty sure they all. I don't know about Tara Reed, uh, but I don't know how they. Well, she she they, got like she had like her little uh, resurrection with like the Sharknado movies. No, I never got too yeah. too into yeah. those. But I feel like well, I mean, they're not. They're, I neither. I don't did anyone. No, they're yeah, not good. But um, she had like a the whole thing with that. So, but I think that they're all still probably good looking today. I think. Probably. I mean, Rosario Dawson, yeah, like you said, yeah, is great. But Richard Lee Cook, maybe, yeah. Probably. How's uh, how's my man from TRL? Carson, how's he, Carson? He was uh, he had a late show. Yeah, I remember that, but it didn't. It wasn't very successful. No. I don't think. No. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of holding. And how about the guy who's what's, what's his name? The, the guy from Mad TV, Eric? Harry uh, Spears? Harry Spears, right. Yeah, that guy didn't make out of the two guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's still yeah. making Chris Rock yeah. impressions, yeah. bad yeah. ones. Impressions of Eddie Murphy didn't only got him so far. It's, just, it's weird when a comedian is doing impressions of another comedian. Yeah. Like, for some reason, I don't I don't like that. That doesn't... Yeah, right. It doesn't jive. Um, okay, where to? Sorry, I'm, I'm hitting the cable here. Um, uh, let's hear from Lee. Yeah, so... I, I debated between a four or five on this one. Jerkins. Jerkins out of <laughs> negative five to five. Um, I'm, I'm going to give it a four okay. because um, the ending it was a little bit too generic and it doesn't really solve the whole. Did you say a four? Yeah. Wow. Four Jerkins. Yeah. Wow. It, 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 it's for you. Yes, it is. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, uh, I thought it was a well-made story in a film. And I, I think that the the main actress really carried this movie and I was like super impressed with like the the humor of, how, of it and everything. How many movies is Rachel Lee Cook in? I don't she's think in she's all that. That's what I know her whole lot. the most yeah. from. I mean I think that's her biggest yeah. role probably, but it, what else is she in much else? I generally don't know. Uh, no, I don't think so. I, she's yeah. more done I think voices in the last okay. ten years. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I actually echo a lot of things that Chris said. I, I think that that weird, that time frame, which is nostalgic for us with like CD players mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and that uh, it, it really adds the tone of this movie. And, um, you know, it, ten, from 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's very unique. And the only another thing I'll, I'll say for docking it maybe point is that it doesn't need to be a Josie and the Pussycats movie. It could just be a random girl yeah. band and, yeah. it, and everything would be the same. Yeah, and, and you know, if they did that, they probably wouldn't need to tone it down as much. They could yeah. really lean into that PG thirteen rating yeah. and make it a little bit, yeah, like ra- like raunchier, like Zoolander and Austin Powers humor. I think would have made this like a, a yeah. more memorable film. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, good points, uh, Lucas. Uh, I'll give it a three jerkins on this one. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's good. I it's, hope this uh, isn't the scale for the rest of the. <laughs> no, I was thinking about movie, it. Specific movies, I guess. Uh, I I agree. I think it's a little bit of ahead of its time. Uh, there, there's a scene that we didn't mention, which uh, I think for me is again is, is very spot on about this movie. Because as soon as we got to Riverdale, uh, and we have this whole kind of montage of the, their music, and then we go to her house, the camera kind of comes through like this perfect little suburbia that every house looks the same, every car is the yes. same, mm-hmm. they're all doing the same thing, and it's like. It goes into the woods, into like the train tracks, pretty much. You pass over the train tracks, and it's like this other world that she lives in. And it's kind of, oh, like it's, it, I don't know. I like isn't that. Isn't her house uh, painted real weird? It's, it, yeah, it's, it like doesn't have a long, like it's, all the it's, grass. Yeah, it's really yeah. weird. Yeah. So Which I think that, is also like, that's a, that's a weird choice. 
No, it's like having well, like, having dead grass. You're like, oh, well, well, it should, yeah. doesn't matter. That's you don't not need like artsy and cool. It's just lawn. more like, yeah, yeah no, I, she doesn't I care it, about the uh, yeah, that sort the of aesthetic. Thing, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's about the music, uh, right. other than more like about being herself. Do they all live together? The three of them? No, I don't think they. I thought they did. I thought they did too. I thought they did. Oh, I don't think they did because they're eating ramen together, and they're like three packs. Yeah, it's surprising how far ramen one pack of ramen can go. Just like yeah, we've been there. Yeah, but uh, I think the movie is a little uh, as out of time. There's a I'm not a huge fan of the uh, the MTV editing. I, I know why it's in here because that's what they're making fun of and kind of spoofing in there. Mm-hmm. It's a little it gets a little hectic uh, at points, but I I enjoyed it. I think it was really funny. It's cool. clever. Yeah, great. Uh, so I know a lot of the time that we try to separate. Uh, really sort of how we feel from the nostalgia and and try to look at it sort of more critically now as an adult. I don't think I'm able to do that for this movie. Well, you you gonna, seem to have the most attachment to this movie yeah, as far as nostalgia goes. I'm going to have to give goes. it the five, guys. Wow. wow. Five jerkins. <laughs> going to have to give it the five. <laughs> the first ever I, five I jerkins <laughs> on the podcast. Well, I'm just, so how can you give it five, though, with, I think, legitimate criticisms that we have? Like, how does that not dominate? Because it still one? makes me feel the way that I felt when I was younger. That's a okay. Good yeah. Um, and and I was gonna give it a four with with you. I was I was like right there for an hour and forty minutes. I didn't feel hollow, and sad. <laughs> yeah. There was I this a brief purpose. window where I forgot about everything else. It just uh, all I could think about was, oh my god, Josie. Whoa, yeah. This is great. Um, I think there's definitely some parts that I think could be better, but especially rewatching it again, I like gained a new appreciation for the jokes and sort of the. Uh, the meaning and, and the fact that there are, you know, um, product placement throughout the whole movie, that it's sort of a movie that's aware that it's a movie. Um, and uh, and I enjoyed it just as well. Yeah. And actually, I set my phone aside for this. Like I was not like intentionally, but I was just charging it and uh, watched it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it wasn't. I'm not like I'm not like I'm watching a movie. Okay? I'm, a, I'm a purist. I'm going uh, to turn the lights off, make some fine hot corn, put on the cinema setting on my TV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get my surround sound going. Um, just need to make that clear. I just was charging my. Phone. So when, when was the last time that you remember watching this movie? Oh, boy. Uh, if this came out in 2001, I'm going to say probably 2002 is maybe so, the last so time so like 12 13 so you're on like the cusp of adolescence yeah like, like okay. the last time i saw it was like it was probably the last time i was able to like rent it at, at the mm-hmm. hollywood video so yeah i was yeah i was 10 11 um just like getting into girls and and i think maybe <laughs> josie like awakened that for me um but the fact that this holds up <laughs> sure. as as a movie that that i can so enjoy and laugh at and and would show somebody um and think that they would enjoy it and get my band to cover the songs uh, of it and i i meant you guys you guys know have you have you been singing the song in your head for the past like yeah. it's been it's yeah. been the Josie thing like Josie and the pussy cat. They, they also changed the lyrics I've noticed because they were like something and Marshall stacks like fenders and like they updated the lyrics of the. I'm down with the, that. Yeah, um, but yeah, the six six long hours and five long days song. Yeah. Like I've been singing that for the past two days. It's it's really catchy. I've been singing just back to her lover because. So th- all in all, that gives us a three and a half yeah, I think jerkins, that's th- which is th- yeah. very high for us. Pretty good. The first ever uh, three and a half jerkins on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Movie's totally jerkin. Um, I'm going to try to jot these down and for the last one, too. I think I- was Osmosis Jones three. I think this might be one of our highest. 
Yeah, it's def- this is definitely one of one of our highest. It was it was a pleasant surprise. It, it generally was. We, and we yeah. talk about lost gems, and yes. uh, this is one that I was aware of and just never got around to seeing. And I'm glad in 2021 just, I have finally seen this movie. This is what I this this is yeah. what I was trying to do. I can't wait till the next movie we watch where we're all like, "Fuck this!" Movie. <laughs> they made an out cold too. <laughs> oh boy! See, please, please, please no! <laughs> please no! <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, does anyone have any final thoughts? Watch this movie. Yeah, legitimately watch this movie. Or if you, if you don't, if you can't put in the time to watch a movie, listen to the soundtrack. Yes. Yeah, literally just go to Spotify. I'm sure it's... Oh, should I look it up? It's oh, it's, 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 it's yeah. almost yeah. definitely on Spotify. Some, yeah. so if, if not YouTube, official, somebody YouTube did. will have it, yeah. If, yeah. If Spotify um, doesn't. Because it's surprisingly catchy. <laughs> it um, is. So I think that's about it for, for us. So if you've been listening on Spotify, Apple Music, just as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you stick around to listen to the trailer for next week's movie. Uh, make sure you subscribe. You can also watch us as we record these live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash throwback underscore theater and follow us wherever your your social media preference, whatever whatever that may be. So thank you so much for, for listening and have a great rest of your night. See ya. <laughs> Jerkins. <laughs> You are about to embark on an extraordinary journey, a voyage to the very dawn of civilization, to a place called Bedrock. Hey, the cave acting forecast for tonight calls for light seismic activity and a 20% chance of meteor showers. Where human society as we know it was born. It was home to modern Stone Age man. Home to the Flintstones. This summer, from Universal Pictures and Amblin Entertainment, Elizabeth Perkins, Rosie O'Donnell, Kyle McLaughlin, Halle Berry, Jonathan Winters, the BC-52s, and Elizabeth Taylor. Fred Flintstone, you've arrived. I'm only one man. Not from the back. It doesn't get any better than this. Steven Spielrock presents The Flintstones. (laughs) Directed by Brian Levant. 